0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. So I've been thinking a lot as per usual and I've been, I sort of have theories, right? Around dating, around men. I think I have the most theories around these things and what I've been kind of, as I, what I've, okay, hold on. Let me finish my fucking thoughts. How about that? As I've dated more, as I've sort of settled into that masculine self-worth space, and therefore have manifested and have certain things that I've been wanting on my list, dating is very different. I have so many different theories on what I truly and authentically want, and who I truly and authentically am. And the theories relate to wanting obviously more from partners, but also understanding the little ways that women in general, and especially me, really give up on ourselves and dim our shine as a universe as a society we are conditioned to believe that feminine energy is or women are supposed to do less be less make less want less feel less than men and it's 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 kind of like uh, I just made a wrong fucking turn, so I have to go back. But it's kind of a backwards way. It's hilarious. I just turned backwards. It's kind of a backwards way of looking at things because I do believe that masculine and feminine energy are completely the equal in terms of like ranking. Nobody is above the other. They just have different ways of expression and balance each other out really beautifully if expressed properly and given the right tools to be Um, at their fullest potential so I think that so I went on a date right I've been going on dates recently and as I've sort of felt more confident more worthy and all of that stuff and you know whatever that comes with it I've been I've been dating men that not only are You know, I've talked about this ad nauseum. I've talked about this in my last podcast episode, too the way that men react to me. And it's different. It it goes on, it's a different level because I already have inherent confidence. I realized I'm not, you know, that self deprecating. I am self-deprecating on the surface, but I, I have inherent confidence that just exudes from me whether I acknowledge it or not, whether I like it or not, whether I know it or not. So I get those reactions from men. But when I when I tap into that confidence subconsciously and consciously and I look to build on it further, because I want more of it because I want to achieve a goal or I want my life to be different and I want to be in the driver's seat and I want to be the architect of my own life, then it gets even crazier when I date. The manipulation is far more sinister and really subtle in a lot of ways. I had a man say, I was wearing some jewelry and it's brand name. And I had a man say to me, uh, oh, you you have uh, the, the emblem is like, you know, of that brand. What if you put it at the back and you didn't flex? And I'm like, why wouldn't I want to do that? And what is flexing to you? Why use that word? Why Why not say that's a great chain, right? And after I found out, you know, he's broke, he doesn't have anything to offer, he doesn't have a job, all of that stuff. So these little comments make sense, right? They feed into his own insecurity about himself and therefore projecting onto me who is more successful has a job at least is more confident in her masculinity than he is even a quarter of the way in his masculinity and so these little manipulations to chisel away at my self-assurance doesn't matter like i can catch that and before i couldn't even if they were not so subtle, even if they were so fucking obvious, it was disgusting. The guy that I was dating up until January, he told me right off the bat, and I've said this before, but he told me right off the bat that, hey, by the way, if anybody's looking at us, it's because of me. Because I get people looking at us, looking at me, I don't know what it is, but I, they just look at me. So if anybody's looking at us when we go out, uh, it's because of me. And he genuinely knew right away, first of all, that I am better looking than he is. I get more attention. Um, We went out on our first date. And let me tell you, we never went out in public after that ever again. Um, He was so deeply, deeply insecure and so stupid that he just couldn't take it and he made up lies, he would chip away at my self-esteem, he would tell me things that would purposely make me not want to be that confident and uh, he already knew that I wasn't confident. I'm not, I can't hide it. It's very obvious that people know what I think of myself and it is very um, tempting to people, uh, to men, Uh, especially insecure men to you know rag on me to uh, put me down on purpose so they feel better about themselves you know you an inherently exuberant and magnetic person their biggest uh, strength to people that want to take advantage of them is the fact that they don't know it they exude it they have it inherently and they get noticed and people are drawn to them, but if they don't know it, then it's more fun for the person that wants to take advantage of it, the person that is insecure, the person that is in a, in a seat of power over that person. But now that I'm sort of in my own power and I'm recognizing the power that I wield and that I have and that it's a responsibility for me in this life and frankly, everybody's responsibility is to take care of themselves and to really understand their power and to be in their power and empowered every single chance that they get and to live up to their fullest potential and align to their truest, most authentic self, that is our one job here on earth. Everything else is a cascading response to that. So now that I've kind of gotten into it and realized that hating men is actually such a relief for people, again, that are insecure and that want to take advantage and that want to ride on the coattails of just the success that I inherently exude exude and the magnetism that I inherently exude even when I'm not thinking about it or even when I don't know it I just subconsciously have that and so hating men and therefore my inner masculine is a really great soft spot for people to hit right and now that I don't hate men and I realize that hating men is just me projecting my deep insecurity of my own masculine and now that I'm actually looking to fix that and activate my inner masculine in an empowered way and love him and treat him with respect and dignity and care the way that he deserves there's not a lot left for that man to do but be insanely insecure because he can't project onto me anymore. So he's left with just this fucking pathetic version of himself. And he's looking right back at it along with me and everyone else. Because everyone else knows. As soon as you go out with me as a man, if you even show a little bit of insecurity, it's going to show. And you can't push that off on me. You can't project that onto me anymore. I'm shining unapologetically, authentically, and truly because that is my job. I'm doing my job. You're not. You look like a, a pathetic loser because you have issues that you haven't addressed. And so they see that mirror because I don't hide my shit. I'm, I'm clear in my self-worth. And so that mirror that they see that I show them, it's even more clear. And so they, 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 they react to that, right? They say, oh, um, another, uh, guy asked, I asked him, I'm like, so do you, do you have a job? Like, you know, and, and I, because from what he was telling me, it sounded like he didn't have a job. What he was, what, for what he was babbling about, I'm like, so you finished one project, you're talking to somebody else with, in regards to some project that's up in the air. How do you get paid currently? Who pays you? oh you're self-employed okay what do you do oh so it's not started yet like it, it literally like and you know you can't say that out loud because humanity because society because whatever you don't want to make somebody feel bad but these were all the things that i was going through in my mind like oh you're like really not you don't have a job which is fine right but it's not like who i'm trying to be with You know, I'm trying to be with somebody that not only has a job, but that has a successful career and that has built something from his own vision, from the way that he perceives life, perceives life. And so like, just say that you don't have a job, right? Don't lie. And so even the guy before him, he was a teacher. He could tell me like everything that he was doing, but it's like, you know, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I have like a this, I have that. So it's like, okay, you you don't have your head on straight. You don't see the world as this clear game that you could play. And then the first guy was like, completely, like, you know, unemployed. And uh, he didn't even, like, he didn't talk about it, but he just circled his way around it. And I found out that he was unemployed, Again, and all of these guys, except maybe the middle one, but the middle one was sinister, and I'll talk about that in a second. The first and third guy was just like, uh, the third guy, at, so I was in the car with him, and we were going, uh, coming back from dinner, and the last thing that he said when he was going to pay the bill, I, I didn't offer to pay the bill, because why? For why? And he was like, oh, I'll pay the... And he said this right in front of the waitress, so it's like, why are you embarrassing yourself and me? but mostly yourself because the girl knows what's up and she knows that like I'm I'm not going to give you a second date you're lucky that you even got this first date he was like oh I asked you out so I'll pay this time I didn't even look at him I just looked away. I'm like, you're embarrassing yourself. This, what you're saying this is more about your incompetence and your incapability and your insecurity and shame about how much money you don't make than anything that I could ever put on the table. So I just stayed quiet and looked away because I didn't want to look at him because I knew, and you know what, if I'm ever in that situation again, which I will never be, but if for whatever reason I'm in that situation again, I will definitely look at this person in the eyes. And I'll just cock my head a little bit to the side. Just like really subtly. Like, really? That's why you're paying for dinner? Oh, that sucks for you. You're never going to get a chance to ever take me out to dinner again. Good luck. But it's like, you know, that these types of remarks is like, okay, you think that this is bad for me? You think I should feel like thankful and grateful? You think that it's chipping away at anything that I have going on that I'm building? No. No. It's just a pathetic commentary on who you are and, and embarrassing to be honest. Like I would never, ever go out with somebody like that in public ever again, let alone private, you know what I mean? So it's like these. Types of things. Anyway, so we were coming back and he was telling me about like a hobby that he had all these like vintage comic books and stuff like that. I'm like, oh wow, should, that would be cool. They'd be worth so much money right now. And he's like, well, not everything is done for money. And I'm like, so what is in your life? You don't have a job. What do you do for money? Because I'm just trying to, I'm trying to scramble for you. Like, I'm trying to figure out what you do for money. And that's important. And any man, this gold digger, narrative and i've said it before and i'll say it again and i'll continue to say it it's it's made by broke men any man that that calls you a gold digger baby where's your gold you don't even clear a hundred that you don't even clear a hundred thousand dollars a year what gold you have issues paying for a dinner at fucking a chain restaurant for pasta and a fucking mediterranean bowl that you got Who gets a cold salad for fucking dinner, please? And the cheapest bottle of wine. And you brought me on half wine Tuesdays. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? What gold, baby boy, what gold? You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to make this all about this materialism, but maybe I am. Because a lot of, because we live in a material world, I'm sorry, and I'm a material girl. And any man that makes you feel bad, in either really subtle ways or very obvious ways, is a broke-ass loser and you should run away from him immediately and focus on yourself. Focus on your vision. Focus on your life. Be the architect of all of that. Um. But again, I don't... You know, if you meet somebody that's really nice and respectful and, and has integrity and all that stuff, just... If you meet that good guy, just... Like money chases these men, right? If, if the man is worth his anything, has a good heart, integrity, self-respect, you know, um, takes care of people, takes care of himself. He can't run away from money. Money runs after him. And I truly believe that. But if he's the type of guy that's like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing right now. He's a selfish, pathetic loser that has a lot of great ideas and not even that great he says that they're great and always wants to do a bunch of shit but doesn't have the balls to execute that guy will be chasing money for the rest of his life and you will be chasing after him because you're also a loser empathetic and don't have self-worth i was that girl trust me i was that girl not too not too long ago I was that pathetic loser of a girl that I love and I will always hug and hold dear, but she's not here anymore. She's morphed. She's turned it. She's, she's had her time and she's better, but I will never be. And this guy had the, one of the guys had a, had the audacity to say, oh, I thought we, we were talking about something. And he's like, oh, I thought we were ride or die. I'm like, ride, die, where? Why? What have you given me? What have you shown me? What have you done for me lately? or ever that would even cause you to have those thoughts in your head what the fuck are you talking about and i said i'm like i don't die for anybody i'm sorry and i don't ride for anyone but myself it's just that it's just like that it just be like that so i don't know what you think you're doing but i know what i'm doing Is walking the fuck away from you running away from you and 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 I want you to know why you walk away from these people it's not because they don't have money so don't let men tell you that don't let men shame you and to be like oh well I didn't have any money and so she walked no I'm pretty sure that it's your character pretty sure it's your personality pretty sure men love to do everything but self-reflection Men love to take everything except accountability, right? She only ran away from me because I have zero dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Also, do you know why you have zero dollars in your bank account? Because, and at your ripe old age of forty, your big age of forty, do you know why you have zero dollars in your bank account? And you don't. You all you do is leech off the resources that your parents give you, like a house and a car. You don't even drive because you got a DUI. Do you know why you have zero dollars in your bank account? It's everything to do with your personality and your character and the way that you live your life. That's why she left. Not because you have zero dollars in your account. If you were a good guy, I dated a, 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 this guy that I'm trying to let go of and I know in my last episode I talked all about it, but this guy that I dated back in the day, he had no money. Do you know what a hard worker he was? That guy worked 15, 17 hours a day. He fucking hustled. Yeah, three jobs. That guy was one of the hard, probably the hardest worker I've ever met, man-wise. And now he's fucking insanely successful because he did all that. I still dated him, you know why? Because I know when or when I see it. And I'm sorry, homie, you are a loser to all these men. So I have to give myself credit and and I was a pathetic loser and I left that winner for a loser and I think that's where a lot of my shame and my guilt come from because I think that I'll never be able to find another winner again because my life has fucking taught me that but it just taught me that I have to become that winner I have to be the winner I'm the winner and then you know a winner I stumble upon another winner. That's how that's how it works. So In conclusion, I have no idea what this episode is about, but and I'll find a name that that's pithy and witty and fun and um philosophical. But I I just I just have these thoughts and I have these observations that just sort of um, made me think a little bit, right? Uh, because I was putting on this chain that guy commented on and I was like, for, for a split second, I'm like, why do I put the brand name emblem to the, to, to, why don't I put it to the back? Like what am I? And I'm like, Oh, because I like it at the front because I like to be up front at the, up front. Cause I like to be recognized because I like to shine. And men, I'm going to say this lastly, men that use the word like flex, that use the word, like real successful men don't use the word flex. Real successful, beautiful, gorgeous, expansive, selfless men don't use the word flex. They are extremely humble and don't, don't show off. They don't. They, they don't have, because I think the more that you show off, the more that you are compensating for something when it comes to men, I think women compensate in other ways, but this is not that podcast episode. And to be frank, this is not that podcast. Um, but men, I think the more humble that they are, the more intuitively um, expansive they are, and it's not just like this role that they play. It's not like this, this mask that they, that they put on. <coughs> it's just in, inherent in them. That's just the man that they are. They win no matter. They don't have to show off no matter. And money chases them like a groupie. The biggest groupie that they have is money. That's a permanent groupie that they have, and so (coughs) those guys are the ones that I'm prepping myself for. I'm winning for if I if I choose a partner, and for me to get to that frequency, I have to operate at that. For me to want, for me to to have that frequency enter my life, I have to operate at that frequency as well. And it's not about, you know, making millions, even though I would love to, it's about staying authentic to what is important to me in my life and never settling and leaving space in my soul for the best of the best, the cream of the crop to enter and doing the work, the hard fucking work to make that happen. That's it. That's 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 my responsibility. It's to take care of myself is to know that I'm worthy of everything that I could ever want. Is to be beautiful. Is to stay authentic to who I am. Is to choose me every single time. Is to put me first, God first, me second. Is to be in my worth every time to activate and nourish my masculine and my feminine energies every single fucking time to never chase to inherently know that everything that I want is here for me and wants me more than I want it desires me fantasizes about me If only I could just make space for it. And so that's my responsibility and uh, that is your responsibility. And then everything else is just icing, right? I love you. Peace.